All right, so we will start with this Newsweek article I've come across, and I've added it to the collection of uh, my my timeline of all the, the media narratives surrounding the Ukraine war. Yeah, uh, the one of the first entries I have for 2024, actually, I believe it's entry number two, because of the date, because I organize it by date, so it's uh, technically the first, but it's second on the list because I've organized it by date, you know, because it's a timeline. But yeah, this article is definitely up there, and you'll you'll see why. Because we're we're gonna get into it immediately, because Newsweek claims that Russia, and here's a quote: Russia lost sixty-one artillery systems and at least two hundred drones in just twenty-four hours. And this is what Ukraine's... Uh, let, 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 me, let me finish the quote. Let me finish the quote. I'm, I'm going to try to get through it without, without laughing. Quote, Russia... Lo- <laughs> okay, okay. I'm, 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 I'm trying again. I'm trying again. Russia lost 61 artillery systems and at least 200 drones in just 24 hours, Ukraine's military said on Wednesday. As the gap between the two key capabilities displayed on the battlefield appears to narrow further. End quote. Uh, uh, sure. Sure. As a matter of fact, you know, you know, uh, let me, let me, let me add uh, a little bit more here before I sort of dig into that. So they talked about Russia losing 61 artillery systems. 200 drones, and they, they lost all this in 24 hours, this one day. This is what Ukraine's military said. Uh, <laughs> and it, it can, the article continues. Uh, <laughs> Moscow's military has lost a total, get this, of 9,008 artillery systems since its forces crossed over into Ukraine 23 months ago. So, uh, including 61, 61 artillery pieces in the past day, Kiev's armed forces said on Wednesday. <laughs> Look, you, you guys know that I don't believe these numbers. But I like bringing them to you. I like putting them before you, right, right, so that so that you don't get put in the echo chamber, because it it's easy to just sit and listen to things you agree with, right? But you know, e- there's always the possibility that I'm wrong. You know, I get carried away. I, I get in my head. You know, I w- I was wrong when I thought that Russia hadn't pulled back from the north of Ukraine. I had to I had to fess up in like May. Because I, I equated them pulling out with them losing the war, and I'm like, well, there's no way Russia's gonna lose this war. So, so I, there, I get things wrong, and there's a this is a very big issue. So there's a very good possibility, right? A very good possibility. I don't think it's likely. I, I think I've been on the ball, but it's not about what I think. It's about the possibility. The there's a very good possibility that I and the sources that I'm listening to and the information that I'm regurgitating as the truth. There's a possibility that I'm wrong, right? So it's important to keep in touch with what the other side thinks so that when all is said and done, 
if my side and the people I was listening to ended up being wrong, <laughs> we can course correct and start listening to the people who got it right, right? That's the healthy thing to do, even if it's not necessarily uh, conducive towards a, a strong pride. But pride is a sin, so we'll, <laughs> we'll just leave that where it is. These are the numbers that the Ukraine, the pro-Ukraine side are spewing. Now, at this, uh, I say that, that these are the, the propaganda press. <coughs> I'd say this is the propaganda press, but perhaps it's not the propaganda press. Maybe they're actually telling the truth on this issue, and I'm wrong, right? I like, I like putting these numbers, I like bringing these numbers to your attention so that you get a feel for the things that I'm, <laughs> I'm coming across and the, thing, the type of things that I usually ignore when I do my analysis. Because again, I'll stress for the last time, I could be wrong, right? So let's let's sort of digest this a little bit, right? They claim that Russia has lost in the space of just 24 hours. And so this is a, a sort of worst uh, losses in a single day type scenario, not an average. So they've claimed that Russia has lost 61 artillery systems, 200 drones in the space of a day. Now, I'm assuming that when they, they talk about these drones, I'm assuming that they're counting kamikaze drones, right? That, that, that's what I'm assuming, because the, the bigger drones, the ones that actually fly and linger in the sky, that, that spy on the ground, and they drop bombs, this would be huge losses that they were talking about, those drones. So I think they're talking about uh, more smaller kamikaze slash improvised missile type drones this uh, you know making up the majority of this number that, that's my assumption here they, they they don't specify in the article but, the, but that's my assumption they claim that russia but the claim that russia has lost 61 artillery systems that is unbelievable the the 200 drones things is believable depending on which specific uh, context you're looking at uh regarding the type of drone because if it's a kamikaze drone, it's easy to believe that they could have lost 200 in a day because the kamikaze drones are designed to die. <laughs> so if you're able to shoot down missile, like a, um, a, a barrage of rockets, if you have the wherewithal to shoot down a barrage of rockets, then you technically have everything you need to deal with at least a large part of a drone swarm like this. Granted, if they say that Russia's managed to lose 200 drones in a day, that does raise questions about the size of the drone swarms that Russia would be sending at them, if we're to believe these numbers. But they're going to lose 200 drones in a, a single instance. Well, either that was the entire salvo, which is still huge, um, or they that was a part of a, a bigger salvo, like maybe 250, 270, 300 drones, and you shot down two-thirds of them. Now, Ukraine usually claims to have shot down 100%, so we'll just assume that it's 200. But that's a really big salvo of drones to just be throwing at your enemy. Uh, and even in the event that, that we believe Ukraine shot down all these drones, they inevitably will have exhausted a lot of ammunition to do that. So even if we believe these numbers, they do not bode well for Ukraine's future. Because while this, if we believe the numbers, this would be a, a major victory for Ukraine, the cost of securing this victory outpaces their supply and they're not getting any more money from the United States. Um, 
<clears throat> that money uh, is locked away, and Texas just threw away the key. Uh, I, I can't wait to get into the Texas story, but Ukraine's not getting any money, and the funding that we've already given Ukraine has, at this point, probably run out by now, because there was talk that the funding that we had already allocated to towards Ukraine was going to run out by the end of the year, and that was, you know, in 2023, and now it's 2024, and we're almost in February. I'm pretty certain that that money has either run out or is really, really, really close to running out as of right now with no uh, bill to fund them making its way through Congress or with any hope of winning it, that is, because, uh, again, because of Texas. And I, I can't wait to get into that story, bro. So exciting. So happy to see. But Ukraine isn't going to be able to replace what they lost in securing this victory. Like, let's, let's just run with these numbers before before I tell you the obvious, which is that I don't believe them. You destroyed 61 artillery pieces. Okay, well, that's at least 61 missiles or artillery shells that you dropped on the Russians. Artillery shells and missiles that are not being replaced by the United States and, and sure as hell aren't being replaced by the Europeans. They can't produce a shell to save their life. The Russians can. The Russians are mass producing everything. The Russians, if you give them enough time, they will recover that loss. Especially when it comes to drones, because the drones are easier to make than an artillery uh, system. But the amount of ammunition, the amount of ordnance you had to put up to take down all those drones and all those artillery systems, and the amount, uh, factoring in the fact that not everything you shoot at them is going to hit the target, mind you, that's a lot of ammunition you spent to secure this victory. So even if we go with the idea that this is this massive military victory uh, that Ukraine scored in defending itself, they didn't take any territory, right? The, uh, the Russians weren't, aren't really advancing. They're advancing slowly across the line. So you've halted a, a, a slow advance in one part of the front line. You, you've stalemated. You, you've done all this. You've spent all this. You've expended all this energy for a stalemate. For the border to stay the same the, where it is right now, where the Russians are occupying 20% of your territory. You've expended all that energy for the balance of power to remain the same. That doesn't bode well. It'd be one thing if they recaptured Bakhmut in the process of destroying 61 artillery systems and 200 drones in, 40, in 24 hours. That'd be one thing. But no, that's not what that's not what's happened here. That is not what's happened here at all. And going back to that other point that the article talks about, where they claim they make the claim that Russia has lost not over 9,000 artillery systems since they crossed the border in February 2022. So the Russians have lost 9,000 artillery systems, according to this, but they still outgun you in artillery? The Russians have lost 9,000 artillery systems, but they're still dropping more artillery shells on you every day than you can afford to shoot back at them? And this, is, <coughs> and this has been consistent throughout the entirety of the war? My God, how are you going to win then?
if, if they can, if the Russians can just lose 9,000 artillery pieces and still have you outgunned, how are you going to win? If the Russians can just lose 61 artillery systems in a day, 200 drones in a day, whatever, and then they're back for more the next day, well, how do you win? How do, how do you win? Because even if we take the, the the casualty figures that they run with, then they don't they don't put the casualties up in this article, but I've seen uh, some the estimates that they usually run with where Ukraine has lost like seventy five thousand dead, one hundred twenty thousand uh, total casualties, so like fifty thousand wounded, and the Russians are like three hundred thousand casualties and one hundred and fifty to two hundred thousand of that are deaths. So like even if we run with these numbers. Even if we go at those numbers, Russia has pl- it's not like you're you're just beating the Russians in casualties in like eight to one. No, that that's a really close margin. E- even if we run with numbers like that, that's really close margins for you to not be scoring decisive victories. That's really close margins, and. With margins that close, the Russians just have enough equipment to just throw 61 artillery, to just lose 61 artillery pieces in a day. To just lose 9,000 artillery pieces over the course of not even two years yet. And they still have you on the back foot? You still haven't recaptured Crimea? You still haven't pushed them out of Kherson? You pushed them out of Kherson City, but not Kherson the Oblast. You still haven't retaken Donetsk and Luhansk? Like, even when we run with the other side's numbers, it doesn't paint a good picture for Ukraine. It paints a really shitty picture for Ukraine. A a really shitty picture indeed. And that is when you run with their numbers. I'll get into the real numbers. Uh, in just a minute, but we're, I'm going to continue through uh, sort of the rest of this, uh, this article. It's a, it's a brief article, but I, I think it's very important that we cover what the other side thinks in this conflict. Uh, the article continues saying, quote, uh, separately on Tuesday, Brigadier General Oleksandr Temovsky, there we go, Oleksandr Temovsky, who heads up Ukraine's uh, Taria group. Is that? Oh, Tavria, that's a V. Uh, Ukraine's Tavria group uh, of forces covering the embattled town of Avdiivka. And we've talked about Avdiivka and Russia making advances around Avdiivka. Slow and steady. So he's a commander of a, of a force that's up at this highly contested point up the front. Uh, the most contested since Bakhmut. And he said Kiev had intercepted 200 different Russian drones over the previous 24 hours. So this is where they get the claim from. Uh, And he also said uh, that Russia lost nearly 400 soldiers, five tanks, 15 artillery systems, uh, and 15 artillery systems as it launched 919 artillery barrages across this section of the front line in the past day. That's what uh, Taranovsky said. So let's digest that for a little bit before we sort of end the article. Uh, well, actually, I'll just, since the, this is the last part, the article finishes by saying that, quote, Newsweek could not independently verify Ukraine's tally. 
and has reached out to the Russian defense ministry for a comment via email. Bruh. But now let's digest that second part here. Where they've identified where they got this this uh, claim from, right? The, the, the Russians, they lost 200 different drones in 24 hours. They lost five tanks. They lost 15 artillery systems. Uh, and as Russia launched 919 artillery barrages across this section of the front. Now, I'm going to assume that he's, he means artillery shells because 919 barrages is, is insane. That, that would be an insane number. You, you're, it's just raining. It's literally just raining shells at that point. You, you can't go outside. You want to go outside, but it's raining, except it's not water. It's artillery shells. Like, that's the type of uh, uh, devastation you'd be talking about. If he actually meant barrages, I think he meant artillery shells. But that's just me sort of interjecting here. That's still a really large artillery barrage. Uh, or perhaps it was like short barrages of like three, four, five shells. And then it would stop three, four, five shells. You know, it, the article isn't clear. That's still a huge disparity between you and the other side, even after you, you claim to have killed 15 of their artillery systems, or 61, <laughs> as, the, as the article started off saying. And in exchange for this, Russia lost 400 soldiers in a day. Okay. And where did that get you? They've, they've lost 400 soldiers in a day, but they're beating your ass with 919 artillery barrages across this section of the front. So not even the whole front, across this section of the front. That's what he said. Uh, again, even, even when we go with the numbers being provided to us by the other side of this equation, it never paints a good, paint, a good picture for Ukraine. It just paints a slightly worse picture for Russia than would otherwise be the case. And... The picture that would otherwise be the case is that Russia has lost maybe 30,000 dead and somewhere between 120 to 150,000 wounded over the course of this entire war. While the Ukrainians, and this has now sort of uh, been slipped from the mouth of a Ukrainian official, although I forget which one, but it... it it actually came out the mouth of a Ukrainian official that they had lost half a million men. Deaths. So now the official tally is half a million by Ukrainian admission. Not just by, not just the, the whole 300,000 obituaries that I was running with before. Not just uh, Colonel Douglas McGregor and Scott Ritter saying, putting, you know, throwing 400,000 out there. Now, now the official tally is half a million, which is what Colonel McGregor and Scott Ritter have been saying for the, like, the past few months. So they're usually like a, a month or two ahead of the curve of what the, the official number is. Or perhaps they're, uh, the official number just gets disseminated to the rest of us at a one to two month delay, which is also like per, uh, a likely scenario. But half a million. deaths 
in a war and, and he and this guy just blatantly admits that russia has an artillery advantage like you kill 15 of their artillery systems and they're still just hammering you with 919 barrages you've killed 9000 of their artillery systems over the entire war but they still have you outgunned it's wow So they have y'all gun in a war where 70% of the casualties come from artillery deaths. There's a lot of talk about drones, a lot of talk about AI, but at the end of the day, it's infantry and drone and, and, and artillery. This is a, a very standard run-of-the-mill infantry war with a, uh, artillery duels. That's what this war has become because of the denial of air power for both sides courtesy of Russian-made air defenses, which are being used by both sides. It's a, a, a ground war almost exclusively. And the Russians have yacht-gunned in artillery. 70% of the deaths are coming from artillery. And Ukraine's deaths are now sitting at half a million. In a war, mind you, where Ukraine's casualties are consistently uh, double what their deaths are. So, Ukraine's deaths, uh, to put it a different way, Ukraine's deaths have consistently made up half of their total casualty number throughout the war. And this has been consistent the whole way through. So if they're at a half a million deaths, that means they're at a million casualties we've crossed the million mark and the war at least has another year left to go Russia's probably going to wrap this up sometime in the summer with the backbreaker offensive but it's going to take time to march across Ukraine the war will probably be concluded uh, conveniently or inconveniently if you're Joe Biden, concluded around the time of our election <laughs> or, or New Year's or Christmas Day. The, the boys are going to be home by Christmas, so to speak. But a million. Oh, my God. A million casualties. Half a million deaths. And you have... Our, you have news publications just straight up lying. Just, just straight up. Oh yeah, they lost nine thousand artillery systems, but they're still, there's still half a million, half a million Ukrainians are dead. Yeah, we we destroyed two hundred drones and sixty one artillery systems in a day. Yeah, we we've killed half of Russia's total military forces. You you remember that? Yeah, we've killed 9,000 Russia's artillery systems. It only cost us half a million men. It's like, good Lord. Good Lord. It, it's, it's, it's bound to be the rudest of awakenings. When, that, when this whole thing comes around, when the Russians make their move, and this illusion of a stalemate, this illusion of a fair fight between Ukraine and Russia, when the illusion 
of Russia being on the back foot and of Ukraine having a chance is just shattered. It will be the rudest of awakenings for so many people. Writing articles just like this. Reading and listening to and believing and regurgitating articles just like this. My goodness. I don't know what to say. Uh, At this point, we're in 2024. There's not much I can say for a lot of these issues that I haven't already said. It's um, it's we're in the we're in the find out part. We're not in the fuck around part anymore. We're in the find out part. This is the year of finding out, and a lot of people are going to find out very soon. But that's Ukraine. This segment was taken from my podcast, This Week in Geopolitics. I have new episodes every Monday, so if you like what you heard, consider giving me a follow. Thanks for listening, and hopefully I'll see you next time. Servus.